Today's episode is brought to you by my new book, Fuck Whales, Petty Essays from a Brilliant Mind. Pre-order at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from breastfeeding strangers to rebooting Power Rangers. With over 2.5 million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is the Sergeant of Swag, Mikey Bolts. Hey, Maddox. Welcome back, audio engineer. And with me, as always, is my top unit, Key Grip, Deputy Cadet Moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. What up? Welcome back to the show. Guys, good to be back. We took a week off last week. It was just a perfect storm. Mikey was out at uh, Playlist Live, mm-hmm. right? Rucka, you had your... It, had with, surgery, surgery on my fucking head. That's right, yeah. Cool. And uh, yeah, and then and then... I've been so swamped working on this animated show. I thought, you know what, guys? It's not meant to be this week. So we took a week off, but we're back, back in command, back in studio. Guys, we got an exciting show today. Coming up later in the show is the debate. Should you eat McDonald's or is it garbage filler for petulant children who are too picky to eat real food? That is the debate this week. But first, we've got a recap of last week's debate, voicemail, and finally headlines, as always, but first, I want to welcome back our guest this week, Mike Gams. Mike, welcome back to the show. Yo, yo. How are you? Great. I'm doing great. Welcome Hi. back, Mike. So you would, did the show last time, and it uh-huh. was the pot debate, the big yeah. pot debate. What did you think of that show? Yeah, the 420 show. I mean, I clearly whooped your ass in the debate. The numbers showed that. Okay, that's um, not true. I, I mean, uh, The you, numbers didn't show that? You know what? Maybe it did. Okay. Uh, we, we don't have a record of that anymore. I deleted the database. Um, so... Maybe maybe you did, maybe not, but I don't think I think that was because people agreed with your side of the debate, not necessarily your debating. Yeah, I did get a little bit of hate mail for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. did you really? Yeah. You got some hate mail. Someone said that I was suffering from uh, marijuana induced psychosis. <laughs> that was a tweet. That was tight. Correct. Um, <laughs> well, welcome back to the show. This is going to be a fun one. By the way, guys, I often ask the guests what they want to debate, and this is an idea that Mike had. Right from the get-go, he's he's you've been you've been a big fan of McDonald's. Yeah, I mean I eat McDonald's time. a few times a week. Great. Well, this is gonna be a perfect debate because I fucking hate it. Um, but first I want to talk about the debate from last week. So last week we had on Caitlin Hall, mm-hmm. uh, an amazing guest, an amazing debater, two-time guest, two-time guest. That's right. I'm a three-time guest, so not to brag. Three-time. Well, you just did so. <laughs> um, Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin Hall. We debated whether or not you should breastfeed a stranger's kid. Uh, turned out to be a very contentious debate. A, lot, a debate a lot of people didn't see coming because it's kind of a weird one. You don't really think about it, right? Yeah. Should you breastfeed a stranger's kid? Well, I asked the audience, and with a 78% vote, they said, no, you shouldn't. You know why? Because everyone's a fucking pussy. <laughs> everyone's afraid of everything these days. Everyone's a coward. Everyone's afraid that they're going to... You know, the thing Everyone is... Everyone or 78%? 78%. That's... <laughs> Thank I you. see. Thank you, Rocket. Good correction. <laughs> You're to moderate. Yeah. 78% of people, we are so afraid of everything and everyone these days. You know, it used to be like in the 50s and 60s when a kid was lost, you would tell him, go to a neighbor's house and ask for help. And today, that's the last thing you'll ask a kid to do because everyone's afraid your neighbor's going to be a pedophile, your uh, your neighbor's going to breastfeed your kid, God forbid, mm-hmm. they give you some more important, healthy, autoimmune Whatever it is that you get from breasts. Don't look at me. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not looking at Science Corner Rucka over here. Uh, and then I asked the second question of the debate: What do you think after listening to the debate? Because because I like to see if people's opinions change. And with 83 percent of the vote, no. <laughs> people in fact got more staunchly in their opinion that you shouldn't breastfeed a, kid, a stranger's kid after listening to my masterful debate. Yeah unappreciative morons that's what the listeners are that's yeah. what they, that's what they are unappreciative and and they don't understand the nuance of my fucking argument i do a lot of research for these <laughs> arguments okay i bring in a lot of facts statistics research well-informed opinions and then these these idiots listen to it are you sure you didn't just go to centerfordiseasecontrol.com and that was it no that wasn't that wasn't it my, uh, Mike. i'm pretty sure that was it no i, I looked at multiple websites and i looked oh, oh, oh sorry is cdc not a reputable source is it better what did fucking caitlin have you ever heard second opinion you know you need more than one source i, I did i cited that other doctor in the forum who said no it's fine okay okay uh, 
Anyway, um, Mike, Mike, Mikey I want to say something yeah. about that debate, though, is I think yeah. um, you were saying that there is like, what, 78 percent of people are are, uh, are like af- afraid or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I think part of that comes because Rucka didn't quite do his full job last week as the first key grip. Deputy first cadet, moderator. cadet moderator. Yeah. And that the uh, the terminology of the question was, should you breastfeed a stranger's kid? Yes. Which is like, there's the word stranger in there. Yeah. Where I feel like a better debate would have been, should you let another human being breastfeed your kid, whether it's a stranger or not? Because like, would you let your sister breastfeed your kid? Like, that's not a stranger, you know? And uh, I think no, the uh, word so- stranger is what fears people, you know? So it's a it's like... You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. It's it's a very pe- it's a pedantic argument. I would but say that's like that's what Rucka does. You know, is is point out the uh, the the wording of these debates the and make the sure debates. that you're on point. So yeah, there's something there. But was the debate should you let a stranger breastfeed your kid or should you yeah. breastfeed a stranger's kid? It was is it okay to breastfeed a stranger's kid? Right. Yeah. So that's the question. It yeah. wasn't sh- sh- how you should parent, like what you should allow your kid to do. Right. It's more about should you, as the stranger, breastfeed someone else's kid? Is the person that, because there's a person at a daycare center, though, is that person yeah. considered a stranger? Because they have met, right? No, yeah, they're not right. strangers. They yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not exactly very, a stranger, yeah. but they made the executive decision to breastfeed. Yeah. So that's right. the debate. Is that okay or not? Oh, who cares? Your kid got a free meal. Get over it. Mikey, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, you went to Playlist Live mm-hmm. in D.C. Mm-hmm. How was that? It was cool until I was uh, on my way back. I got stuck in San Francisco on four delayed flights, and then they finally canceled it. But I was stuck at SFO for like 13 hours. I had two clam chowder bread bowls, and I was uh, fuller the, than hell. Yeah, the clam chowder. I was just thinking of the airports to be stuck in. Mm-hmm. SFO is not one of the worst. It's one of the better ones because they have clam chowder bread bowls. Mm-hmm. It's delightful. I was stuck there once, yeah. and I had a clam chowder bread bowl. It's it's a it's a plan that they have in place yeah. where they just they just the restaurant flights and yeah, yeah. the amount so. of time that you were stuck in San Francisco airport mm-hmm. you could have driven to LA and back I know yeah. or I know. taken like a yeah. bus it's only like, like 5 hours 10 dollars yeah. yeah yeah how many Unreal. so how many you hours were you stuck there? a bus I was there for like 12 hours so so here's the thing all of the east coast is ravaged right now because of a hurricane uh-huh. they're saying one of the biggest hurricanes on record sure. they have an excuse what the fuck is going on in SFO it's california where the weather every day is like 70 degrees fires sunny do not like you half the state to, was on fire. Yeah, but it's not by the airports. He's flying into LAX. See, that's the thing. I flew out of Burbank trying See, to be Burbank. smart. Oh, and oh. I was like, oh, the small little airport, and oh. shot myself in the foot. Half in of process. Burbank is on fire right now. Maddox, I'm yeah. surprised that a critical negative person like you <laughs> isn't railing against bread bowls. Well, look, Fat Maddox used to eat bread bowls all the time. I've cut Wait. down on them. What? No. It's, what? It's not about the carbs. It's about the concept that they're charging you six fifty. For a piece of bread that probably would cost you, would probably be free with your fucking meal if you just sat at any restaurant. It's a piece of bread they shaped like a bowl. Oh, it's so fun. How about just get a bowl of soup and just dip your bread in it like a fucking human being? But you get oh, to I, eat the bowl. Yeah, you get to eat the bowl. Oh, boy. I'll pay seven fifty for that. <laughs> That's a whole fucking loaf of bread you're getting for seven fifty. Are you kidding me? With, with your soup. soup. With soup. Bread How much do you think soup dude? costs like in yeah. a bowl? Like a non-edible bowl. Whatever it costs, the bread bowl jacks up the price like 800%. Oh, my gosh. Oh, uh, God forbid. You get the novelty of a bread bowl. When you go to a place and you don't, you're not going to take it. Are you kidding? That's the most fun thing it's ever. It's brilliant marketing. Don't get me wrong. I'm just yeah. surprised that a guy like you who goes through life looking for shit to complain about. No, I don't. <laughs> and never argues with uh, with logic and facts. That's bullshit. Yeah. Look, bread bowls are fun. Mikey, did you have a good time eating the bread bowl? I had a. Re- that was the only good time I the had. Only good thing, and that's the same with me, uh, yeah. Rucka. I've been to a billion airports and had a billion bowls of clam chowder in regular bowls. And guess what? Don't remember a single fucking one of them except for the bread bowl and that. I agree that they're fun. What I'm surprised about is that someone like you who lives to ruin everybody's fun by <laughs> complaining about shit is not upset about bread bowls, Love seeing them. as how they take a piece of bread that probably cost them 10 cents to make and charge you eight dollars. What the fuck well, are you talking about, man? The last time I was in SF, uh, I actually had a bread bowl. And the reason why was because uh, a friend of mine was also in town and she wanted to go out to dinner and she wanted to get seafood. And I'm poor as fuck. And the the cheapest thing on the menu was the bread bowl. So yeah. I ordered the bread bowl. It was, it was right. half the price of anything else. It was as half an the price of a Pretty regular bowl. Was, yeah. Well, they didn't just have like bowls of soup. I mean, oh, maybe so they, they didn't did. Have but it. like, there was like, it was like eight or nine bucks, whereas everything else was 20 bucks. Yeah. So 
I got to go out and eat a bread bowl, and it was delicious. Yeah, suck it. Yeah, so that's one case where they literally, <laughs> the, the restaurant is out of bowls, and They're all not- they have is bread bowls. Okay, Rucka, you know what? If we ever go to a place that's that has an argument. Bowls, you think that's an argument for cost? soup. What do, you think, well, what do you think a bowl of soup would have cost? The same. You know? They always charge more for the novelty of a bread bowl. That's the point. I mean, that's what they do. the same. You know, generally, like... <laughs> Yeah. This is it. Have what, you been to all, a Pantera not, bread lately? It's not. Yeah, Pantera bread yeah, charges <laughs> much more for the bread bowl than they do for just a regular bowl or cup of soup. Oh my gosh. Okay, Rocco. And we'll you get, probably we'll get sure less get real porcelain. estate. You probably get less real estate no. of the soup. No, you get more. And and unlike porcelain, mm. when you finish the soup, you have the little drips and whatever. Not in a bread bowl because it gets absorbed in the bread, uh-huh. and then you fucking eat the bread. You get every drop of soup in your belly, buddy. That's yeah. right. There's no more efficient okay, way. Okay, I'll give no you clank noise. You're there's right. no clank that noise fucking, with a spoon against the porcelain. There's, there's no noise. And the, that, that tiny sliver of soup that you can, can never quite get on your yeah. spoon, you do end up consuming that. That's, That's totally right. worth to multi- multiple extra dollars paid. It's multiple not multiple. Extra dollars. You're getting a whole loaf of bread. I'm not anti-bread bowl. You other than, like you other are. than that it contains bread, which we do not eat in this town. But what I am oh, against. that's what it is. You're is just hypocrisy. on the no-carb diet. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm against hypocrisy and a man who prides himself in ruining everybody's day That's by finding shit like cupcakes that everybody enjoys. Oh, everyone hates and shitting I hate, all over hate them. Cupcakes. A guy who hates cupcakes, cupcakes. loves bread bowls, and oh. that's fucking ridiculous. I don't love them, but I they're more, just, I'd prefer them. I just think you just hate cupcakes because they sort of have like, you know, frosting hair on the top, and you're just a little jealous. No, get. He's <laughs> got plenty here. of hair, it's just yeah. not on his head. Yeah. <laughs> All right, assholes. Uh, let's move on to the voicemail. I got a ton of voicemail because we took a week off. Uh, I have a call here about breastfeeding. An open-minded caller, I think. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. I'm glad you talked about a very important issue, letting strangers breastfeed your baby. <laughs> I always find it very frustrating that every time I ask strangers to let me breastfeed their baby, they never let me. I'm hoping that maybe with your podcast, more people will be open to the idea. That guy's offering. I think he's very generous. Here's another caller about uh, the breastfeeding debate. Listen to this. Hi. I just want to call in and say a couple things about your podcast last week. Um, before I start saying those things, though, I just want to say I'm very, very excited to have found this podcast. I'm just curious about what you guys think about feeding or other people eating, like, breast milk cheese and breast milk products. Because I think that that is a thing um, like boutiques in New York City sell breast milk cheese and other people eat that so yeah i don't know i don't think i would but <laughs> I, I mean i guess that could be in someone's favor that argument uh, i'm looking forward to next week's show um and have a good day <laughs> <laughs> jokes on her yeah well you know what i'm in favor i'm a fan i've never had uh breast milk uh cheese breast milk ice cream any of that shit but i would totally try it why not oh, artisanal God. breast milk oh why why is that why is that such it's a cannibalism bad it's not cannibalism it's not. Just because you eat something that fell off somebody doesn't mean you're a cannibal. <laughs> doesn't? No, not necessarily. You have to eat their flesh for it to be cannibalism? Yeah, pretty much. It has to be a, either the living thing or it's dead. Milk Milk that comes from something is not cannibalism. Maybe it's time to do away with breastfeeding altogether. <laughs> you know, when you think about it, like... We should do away with it. Like, you think, like, our government should come in and... No, I think maybe, we, like, individually we should just kind of agree that it's kind of like circumcision. Like, it had its purpose maybe at some point but like ma- like nature provided mammals with the ability to naturally feed their young but now that we have formula and probably like mcdonald's probably ma- could make good baby food we'll get to that we'll get mm-hmm. to that debate uh and speaking of rucka science corner here was he suggesting that we don't circumcise yeah kids anymore? are you saying you got an anteater I'm not over there zealous or... about this but it, i'm comparing it to that i've so heard the anteater then you got over there no no i am circumcised okay. just, it, just thank you for so, bringing this up yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. important that we talk about this on <laughs> the air so hi- hypocrisy well now you do about. know yeah because yeah, no. you just said that well we i didn't i didn't choose to circumcise myself okay you got me there that's true he didn't we yeah, didn't did choose not. this life. I yeah. chose. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, speaking of Rucka Science Corner, last week, Rucka, yeah. I brought in this news story about uh, this this dipshit family that went to a museum, and they put a kid into this 800-year-old tomb to try to get a photo op, uh-huh. and they destroyed it on the way out. And so then Rucka started going on a rant and roasted monks. Listen to this. I have a little clip from yeah, last week. You got some monks call in from the medieval times? <laughs> no, but listen to this. Would have re- surprised me with this fucking show. I know. <laughs> just, to refresh, just to refresh everyone's memory, here's what Rucka said. Stop fucking treating these monks like they did something important. These guys, this guy sat 
sat around in a dark fucking dungeon writing shit down, copying copies of the Bible, wasted his life. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that way back when? So we had a caller call in and wanted to talk about how you roasted that monk. Here's what she says. Hey, Maddox, um, let Rucka know that Gregor Mendel, the father of genetics, was in fact a monk. So, <laughs> fuck you, Rucka. Yeah. Yeah, what do you have to say about that, uh, Rucka? Okay, in the context of medieval times, some of the smartest, most productive, uh, innovative thinkers happen to be devout Catholics or Christians, uh, Thomas Aquinas being one of them. Although he, he died believing in God, he arguably... Uh, brought a type of philosophy into religion that would ultimately get religion out of our culture. Hmm. Oh, interesting. So that's what that's his contribution. Uh, and also Blaise Pascal, one of the greatest mathematicians of all time. I mean, back then, yeah, it you you would never meet anyone who was even agnostic. Like it yeah. was it was like a fact of reality. Right. Everyone just believed in God. But the father of genetics, uh, among so you were your roast. Your roast rang hollow, it sounds like. I, I, I don't know if it did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it did. did. Did this particular monk in the casket over there that they had, uh, did he in, invent anything? Maybe, and we, we don't know because we've lost record of it because his fucking tomb's destroyed because yeah, well, some dipshit wanted to get, get his kid in okay. a photo. Hey, I want to I want to photo my kid in a coffin. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I I was I do want to apologize to any monks, to any fans of the monks. Thank you. I realize I was painting with a broad brush. Yeah. There were some monks that really did amazing things. Thank you, Rucka. Yeah. Big man it takes a big man Just to apologize. Mo most of them didn't. Yeah. That family's like those like idiots that are uh, doing photos in Joshua tree and like posing on the trees and like ruining them like the same shit because they need to get that selfie. Except trees, you can just grow again. This is a yeah, this is an eight hundred year old casket that's one of a kind. Um, here's another voicemail. This one's from the bad hombre. Uh, he's calling in. And he hasn't called in in a while. Yeah, he hasn't called in in a while. Well, he, mm -hmm. he does sometimes, but I don't always bring him in. I get a lot of voicemail, okay. but here's one Here's one I brought in. Listen to this. Hey, Maddox. Is the reason why you like Domino's Pizza so much because you look like a middle-aged noid who's going through a divorce? I mean, what the fuck is going on with your face, man? Yeah. Shit, use some moisturizer or some shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, asshole? That was good. No, it wasn't. That's a good hombre. I, first of all, my face looks moist all all the time, especially during this podcast. I get anger sweats. That's literal moisture coming out of my pores. Right, Mikey? Would you say I need to moisturize more? Uh, I'm not sure, Maddox. I don't know what that's, I feel when I look no. at you. <laughs> Rucka? Great, right? Nothing. Perfect. You're Thank glowing. You. Thank you. I yeah. am glowing. Beautiful man. Uh, here's here's another caller. Now, listen, I'm I'm going to play this next voicemail, and this is going to lead into a new fan contest. It's not even a contest, but it's an offer. Uh, listen to this, this guy, because this guy almost died while calling in to leave us voicemail. Listen to this. While I was driving, trying to send a voicemail for you guys, and I almost got in an accident, and I was just thinking, wow, what a pathetic way to die, uh, trying to leave a podcast for your the common for your podcast so that'd be a pretty shitty way to go whatever uh breastfeed and not be fine yeah hey you know what that's a pretty cool way to go i think if you're calling in to leave a voicemail to our podcast and you die during it i'm gonna go ahead and say this anyone who dies trying to get <laughs> trying to leave a voicemail gets a free t-shirt yeah yeah right. it's they sort of like that um, uh, eminem song stan anyway i, I so i do want to say if you if you die while listening to a voicemail you get a free T-shirt. I will. I will make sure to send it to your estate. Uh, yeah. we, we will. We will track. Are it down. you actually going to send it, or is it going to be like that Australian guy? He's getting it. Oh. He's getting his shirt. So uh, which, by the way, Drawing Aussie, I know you're. I know you're listening. You got to send me another email to make sure your address is up to date because I. I did want to send it the other day and I couldn't find the address. Uh, but it is coming. Make sure uh, Drawing Aussie gives you the right address because technically, when he first won that contest, he the, Australia was probably a part of England. <laughs> Okay. It was Good Alcatraz back then. Good <laughs> Might as well be. Still a bunch of prisoners. Um, here's here's another voicemail from Weird Matthew McConaughey, and then we got to get oh on to the debate. Maddox, I like how you half stated, half question that milk comes from a human breast, <laughs> as opposed to where else. Yeah. No, I didn't half state, half question. I know breast milk comes from a breast. It's right in the title. It's the first word. Yeah. I know where it comes from. Yeah, man. And if you just say milk, then you're talking about cow milk more often than not. You're not yeah. assuming it's, oh, did you mean goat milk? Did you mean breast milk? No, everyone knows what I'm talking about. And I know what I'm talking about, more importantly. 
Weird Matthew sounds like he smells like sour breast milk. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, fire. damn. Oh, I, 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 there wasn't a knock on him. It's just, you know. Do you have any dates coming up in uh, Indiana you want to tell uh, Matthew about? Possibly. I'll let him know. Cool. Uh, yeah. You know. yeah, so so Mike Gams, you're going on tour after this podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're going all around the country doing all a lot of different around. comedy shows. Yeah, doing a bunch of different things and cool. have different shows in different cities. Yeah. Uh, I'll be in uh, Houston and Dallas, and then Atlanta, possibly a stop in Indianapolis, then Cincinnati, Detroit, Flint, Washington, D.C., Michigan. I mean, I already said that, but uh, Minnesota, Chicago, a bunch of places. Yeah, but, well, so there's a good chance then, if as a listener and a fan, you'll run into my gams if you mm-hmm. go to one of these comedy shows. We'll, we'll mention it at the end of the show, but uh, coming up next is the debate this week. Joining me again is my top unit, key grip, deputy cadet moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Let's hear his buzzer. There it is. And Mike Gams, let's hear yours. Of course, it's... Trigger. There it is. Trigger. All right, guys. And by the way, if you want to leave voicemail, the number is on the website. It's at the bottom of every page. Uh, Feel free to call that, and you may have a chance at uh, having your voicemail played on the show. So the debate this week, Mike suggested it because Mike is an ardent fan of McDonald's, and I am not. So, he suggested the debate. Should you eat McDonald's? It's just that simple. Mike, as our guest this week, uh-huh. I'm going to give you first stab at this debate. Okay. What do you think? Should you eat McDonald's or not? Uh, absolutely not. Uh, I mean, I eat it, but I would never recommend it to anybody else. It's... Okay, I win the debate. Don't forget to vote on madcastmedia.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my side of the debate. That you shouldn't? You should never eat McDonald's. Oh, yeah. well, I thought yeah. you said you were, you were going to defend it. I never said that. Oh. He you said just he eats there. You just assumed because I eat there. I asked shithead. No, I never, I never said that. You could check. Okay, then I, why? Uh, well, then why do you eat it? I wouldn't recommend it to anybody else. Just because I do something doesn't mean somebody else should do it. All right, like fair you enough. host a podcast, would you recommend everyone start a podcast? Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. So just because I eat McDonald's doesn't mean I could recommend it to somebody else. I couldn't, in good conscience, Great. come on here Are you gonna- and recommend McDonald's. So I'm saying absolutely no. You should not eat McDonald's. Mike Gam. So that means that you. <laughs> have to argue that you should that you should okay. eat McDonald's. All right. I thought something was weird when you said he was arguing for McDonald's. Something's felt off about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, fine. I brought in all this evidence, right? All these arguments, cogent points on why you shouldn't eat McDonald's, thinking you're going to defend it, right? And you think you got one on me, huh? You think you're so clever. All right, I'll fucking defend McDonald's. Gloves you're pimping me into this shit. Yeah, gloves are off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to defend McDonald's. Yeah, Go ahead. What do you okay. got? What do you got, Mike Gams? So first, I'm going to start with a quote, uh, and I'll tell you where uh, it came from after I read the quote. So here's the quote. I mean, seriously, the food is barely a notch above eating dirt. The burgers, I use that word loosely here, consist of soggy buns, wilted lettuce, pink mystery sauce, and a half-assed excuse for a patty. The last burger I had from McDonald's had the consistency of pig snot and tasted as good. The food is horrible. Boycott McDonald's. Uh, And this is from an article called uh, Nobody Said McDonald's, Shut the Hell Up. And it's a reputable source because it's literally from the best page in the universe.net. And that's the best page. So how could you argue that? Huh, interesting. And when was that article written? Uh, I don't have the date here. Mm. Well, well it's a, if, if it's from best uh, best page in the universe, it was a very long time ago. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Probably, okay, so great. Probably a long time ago. Very, very long time very ago. Very long time ago. Yeah. That's fine, because you're bolstering my case. Because it sounds like that article was written maybe over a decade ago. And over the course of a decade, people sometimes change their minds and change their opinions, don't they? Yeah, but yeah. then I... Uh, mm-hmm. um, that, well, hold on. You know what else changes instead? In, in, in addition to minds and opinions? Menus, mm. McDonald's menu. Yeah, they've stepped up their game, haven't they? They've increased the quality of their food, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say that. No. <laughs> well, you wouldn't say that, of course, because you're arguing that other <laughs> side of the debate. But I'm saying that. I mean, McDonald's has made a concerted effort in making their menu lower calorie, more nutritious, and healthier, just because they're they're changing with the times. So I'll. Uh, so you said that source was a little dated. I'll bring in a uh, a more recent source. So here's okay. another quote. No matter where you go in the world, you'll always find McDonald's serving up the same bland pig shit they serve everywhere else. <laughs> Not to mention, the only way you could enjoy the food is with a, a full bottle of K.O. Pectate. K.O. Pectate uh, is diarrhea medicine okay. for those who don't know. And um, also, um, their uh, catchphrase, I'm loving it, is really a contraction of the phrase, I am loving it. And that's an anagram for the phrase, ailing vomit. Hmm. Uh, this is from an article entitled, McDonald's New Ad Campaign, Ailing Vomit. Written by uh, 
Who's it written by? Some idiot, but the source is thebestpageintheuniverse.com. So how could you argue with thebestpageintheuniverse.com? Wow. And it, uh, you brought up the, uh, how the quality of food has gotten better. Um, uh, well, I'll get to that in a second, but I have some, some more quotes from this same uh, okay. piece. I'd rather have my skin, my skin sand blasted off than eat another pig rep- rectum sandwich from McDonald's. Anyone who can relate anything they love about life to a company that sells deep fried processed chicken meat should be stabbed in the face. I mean, look, anyone. I got to say, whoever this author is, I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's a good writer. This is really funny stuff. It's great. And he probably wrote it, you know, kind of in jest, tongue in cheek. Sounds tongue in cheek to me. No one can hate McDonald's that much. Uh, This this guy he's a great writer. Very funny, dude. But the McDonald's I'm loving it campaign. I remember the year that they ch- that that came out and i remember the year that that article was written because it was 2003 okay. and i remember when it first came out i saw the ads everywhere and i thought huh they didn't capitalize the letter i and i remember exactly where i was when i saw that for the first time okay so you're saying that's a little too <clears throat> dated then sounds pretty okay. dated to so, me so um i've got a uh, i've got another source here <laughs> okay uh, are you familiar with a man named Jamie Oliver Mm, yeah, Jamie Oliver, the uh, food guy. Yeah, yeah I a, think you might cook. be familiar with him. Um, yeah. I think you've referenced him <laughs> several times in your work. Have I? Uh, yeah, I believe you have. And uh, he um, there's he did a study where he brought in and tried to show children what are in chicken nuggets. Yeah. And uh, so he brought in a whole chicken and uh, he tossed out all the legs, everything of it. And it was like, that's not what's in it. What you're left with is the carcass with all the ribs and the little bits of giblets and blood and skin and stuff like that. Yeah. What do you think happens to this? Now, because this has loads of connective tissue and things that really aren't meat, to be honest, you're going to put loads of stuff in it. Stabilize it with stabilizer, you know, flavoring in there to make it taste of something nice instead of something horrible. Once they've done that, they mix it all up and make this big load of gunk and then put a cutter and cut out our very own patty. Just like that. Put some breadcrumbs on it. And there you go, ladies and gentlemen, our very own patty. Jamie, Jamie Oliver said that, right? On a, yeah. on a show? So he he so Jamie Oliver is this uh, chef. He likes to go around. He's he's like a food bully. activist, food food bully. Thank you, Mikey. Mm. Yeah. So he's a food bully. He goes around to schools and stuff to scare kids and make these sensationalistic pieces. Because guess what? Jamie Oliver, first and foremost, is a TV show host. And as a TV show host, mm-hmm. your number one goal is to get ratings. And the way to do that is sensationalism. And so he goes to schools and he brings this big dramatic demonstration of chicken carcasses going into blenders. Do you think McDonald's, a multi-billion dollar company, is actually grinding up chicken carcasses for their nuggets? Um, I would say it's not meat, man. It's all reconstituted bullshit. It's just ground up. It's just exactly what he said. It's cartilage and skin fat. Yeah. Uh, and there might even be weird things in there like lizard DNA. You know what? You know what? That's a that's an urban legend. Maybe like one nugget. It was like in Australia. Well, let me check where I heard this from. Oh, a guy named Maddox said this. <clears throat> lizard DNA? He yeah. said that there was lizard DNA. What the fuck is... How do you put DNA in food? Is there's there a... only one way, buddy. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a couple different ways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, one time, one time in Australia... Okay, they found this nugget that had like some lizard DNA. Oh, sorry. When you're processing billions of nuggets because you're the most popular, the most successful fast food chain in the world, occasionally a lizard might get into your fucking. Oh, big fucking deal. Call the press. We got. We found some lizard DNA in a nu- in one nugget. <laughs> so you're pro eating lizard then? You're yeah, absolutely. Yeah, why not? Why not? What? What's? What, why are okay. lizards different than chickens? Yeah. honestly, their lizards are cold blooded. You feel less bad for slaughtering them and eating them. I feel equally not bad for either one. Okay, good point. But why don't we eat lizards, by the way? Do they not taste good? We should. Especially fucking um, iguanas. Yeah. And and geckos. Everyone thinks geckos are are good pets. They're not. And then iguanas, too. They're mean as hell, and they're not affectionate. They don't give a shit about you. They're worse worse than cats. Everyone everyone always shits on cats. Oh, cats don't care about you. Lizards. They care less. Grind them up. (laughs) Put it in my belly. Uh, okay, so you're saying that Jamie Oliver is like sort of sensationalized. So um, I have a source. Uh, so <laughs> ma- ma- like with it, with it's like so. Uh, so yeah. I have a better source then, um, who was hired by McDonald's themselves to list the ingredients of a French fry. It was the uh, 
the Asian American guy from Mythbusters. Mythbusters, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I've seen him in a, I've seen him a whole bunch of times at parties. We have like a yeah. ton of mutual friends. So but I, I he says, that, all right, we get and, it. And this cool. was a promotion <laughs> for this was McDonald's own literature that they were putting out, and the ingredients are there's actually 19 of them. Yeah, potatoes. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the first one. Yeah, canola oil, yeah, soybean yeah. oil, you know, hydrogenated you know, soybean I oil, know, natural beef flavor. Yeah. Hydrolyzed wheat, hydrolyzed milk, I know. dimethylpolysinoxane, dextro- dextrose. Oh, God. Oh, that's a that's scary sounding word. Sodium acid, pyrophosphate, salt, corn oil, soybean oil, hydrogenated yeah, soybean yeah, yeah. oil, yeah. citric acid. Okay. Mike, here's what you don't understand about McDonald's and the brilliance of their formula that goes into their fries. And by the way, their fries are the best, right? The best fries. I don't even like fries. Fries are garbage. I feel like fries are boring and bland foods. However, if I'm going to eat fries, they might as well be McDonald's fries. It's the mm-hmm. best thing on the menu. Everyone, even Burger King CEO, he's like, you know what? Our fries are shit. Go buy McDonald's. <laughs> that's I believe true. That, that's the true. Burger King fries are shit. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves McDonald's fries, right? Mikey, you love them, I right? I love them. Love them. Mike, you're a fan of McDonald's as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Since I was a kid. Yeah. So here's the thing about the fries at McDonald's, okay? 19 ingredients. I looked at those 19 ingredients, and like nine or 10 of them are different oils. Oh, no. They use an oil blend. Oh God, that's like using multiple sugar sources in a fucking bakery. Oh, oh, this thing, this pie has uh, cane sugar and and uh, fruit juice in it. Oh my God, that's two different types of sugar. Who cares? And then and then the the sodium, all the scary words. Look, guys, they're all scary sounding words because chemists with degrees, learned men, have created these things to make your food safe and taste good, and also be crispy when you bite into it. That's what makes a McDonald's fry so magical, Mike. Oh, okay, yeah. so you want to talk about the taste of them. Um, I would say that, uh, you know, McDonald's, uh, if you if you have a palate, you know, like if you ate like strong flavored foods, like Mediterranean food often, you would find that the uh, uh, it's on. always tasted very, little, very little, bland. S- little subtext there, Mike. What are you, get, what are you getting at? With the I'm whole... getting at that if someone, uh, you know, has like a, a strong diet of like, you know, rich flavors like Mediterranean food. Uh, why, do they, you, why do you single out Mediterranean? Why are you so uh, much English on that? Because I'm using your own words against you. Oh, shit. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I grew up eating a lot of Mediterranean food, which is really strong <laughs> in flavor. There's a lot of garlic. There's a lot of pepper. <laughs> And McDonald's and the Big Mac and stuff like that, it always tasted very, very bland to me because I grew up eating such strong flavored food. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, man, that I grew up eating so much delicious, strongly flavored Mediterranean food. Should that, should that be held against me? So when you when you said this, you were wrong. No, I wasn't saying? wrong. I'm just explaining where I'm coming from, where my palate comes from. If you're used to eating garlic and spicy food and onions and things that are very strongly flavorful. Well, sure, in comparison, a McDonald's burger, or most of the McDonald's menu isn't going to hold a candle to it, right? Okay. McDonald's doesn't have very strong flavors. And that's why me, as a person who eats a a rich diet of delicious foods with strong flavors, yeah, McDonald's isn't my first choice. But I understand that there's a huge market for it. You want proof? They're the number one fast food company in the world. Bingo. Point Maddox. Okay, so uh, I'll, I'll move on to a, uh, a new source here. I yes. have, a, I have a, a much stronger source than the, the <laughs> best page in the universe. Okay. Um, I have a listicle from Huffington Post. Oh. So, <laughs> what, you're, you don't trust listicles? Uh, I hate the Huffington Post. All right, I've gone on the record multiple times as hating it. So this uh, 11 unsettling facts you should know about McDonald's by Rene Jacques, and, you know, that's a French name, and they sell French fries, so it's legit. Uh, number one is McDonald's starts aggressively marketing to children at a very young age to t- develop trust and reliance. Yeah. So just like cigarette companies, they're hooking children like when, like cigarette companies used to. They're hooking children when they're young. And that's why, like you said, that they're the most popular restaurant. And it's because they're doing this like shady marketing where they're trying to trap ki- like hook kids in when they're young. Why do the exact same thing? It's like I was thinking about it as you were saying it. And I just thought smoking. Disneyland smoking Disneyland it's the exact same thing yeah um because uh McDonald's is actually the largest distributor of toys in the world yeah yeah and uh well no that's because they're trying to appeal to children yeah no we know what toys appeal to it's a happy meal yeah it's a happy um, meal Hold on, I got They also got big um, jungle gyms, those uh, pipes the kids run yeah. through and crawl through. They got the ball. So they're, they're trying to hook children when they're young. And you mentioned uh, uh, Disney World. Um, well, hold on, Disney, hold on, Mike. after 10 years of working with McDonald's, decided that partnering with, with McDonald's was a pretty bad idea. When, Disney when said they, that it was on. a company 
that prides itself on being family friendly and wanted to distance itself from McDonald's. Okay, when, especially when, given the foods linked to childhood obesity. Got it. When did that happen? Well, this article was written in 2014. 2014. Uh huh. That sounds like what three, four years ago? About three years ago. Um, I don't know if it sounds like. I think it is three years ago. Okay. Well, I don't know uh, when that. Uh, you know. Your point when, being. When, yeah. The yeah, point being. Out with it. That's not too long after the movie Super Size Me came out. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. when Super Size Me came out, it caused a huge stir. A lot of people were looking at McDonald's critically. It was 10 years after that movie came out. When did uh, Super Size Me come out? Um, like, Super Size Me is a 2004 documentary. 2004. Okay, uh-huh. so 10 years later, look, a lot. It, it built a lot of momentum. When that movie came out, a lot of people looked at the McDonald's menu critically. They looked at the effect that fast food, not just McDonald's, but all fast food has on kids. The way that it was presented was, again, very sensationalistic. Because if you have a movie that comes out about McDonald's and you're going to eat it for 30 days, if there's no result, there's no movie. He has to have some bad effect in order to get people to watch the movie. But he overdid it. Most people don't eat McDonald's 30 days in a row, three meals a day. I have. Well, I'm sure you have, but most people don't. Most people don't make it their point to eat McDonald's three meals a day. A lot of people do. Well, and most people don't because it's so cost effective that people go there because uh, and they get and and they because that's what they can afford to do and that's the the system that they're in because they've been hooked on McDonald's since they were a kid because it was targeted to them as small well, children with the toys. Hold on, hold on. Listen, Maddox grew up in America allegedly. I and, did grow up uh, in America. He's a dreamer. He he watched the Ronald McDonald commercials back when Ronald was you know had had the sideburns and the fucking mustache and. Uh, <laughs> You know, it was the commercials were in black and white, but he grew up with McDonald's. He had uh, Batman toys given to him in his Happy mm-hmm. Meal back when it was Adam West, and <laughs> and here he is arguing for McDonald's. Right, but so it, he's it, not it was effective on him. He's he, arguing for McDonald's, but he does right not now. eat there often. So that's the point. Adults aren't necessarily predetermined to eat McDonald's around the clock just because they grew up marketed to. Correct. It. And also, you made two arguments there for why those people eat McDonald's three meals a day. The first was the poverty. The second was that they're hooked from a childhood age. Now, the poverty, you're saying that these poor people who can't afford to eat any better food or any... And let's mm-hmm. let's be honest. You know, even though I'm defending McDonald's here, there's much better food options available. But McDonald's, in terms of... Not for the price. T- okay, not for the price. Thank you. You're making my argument for me. No. So you're telling me, you're telling me these people who are impoverished, who are below the poverty line, who maybe couldn't eat otherwise... You're telling me those people should be impugned for their for eating McDonald's three meals a day? Uh, no, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that they purposely make it so that that's the only option like available. Who's for... who's they? Who's purposely doing that? Uh, Big Brother. Oh, Big, Big Brother. brother. Uh-huh. No, but uh, you're saying that kind of tongue in cheek. But I really want you to think about that. Who is they? Who is making these people eat McDonald's? McDonald's says, you know, through their uh, you know advertising and the way that they market to not only children but people of lower income. So you're telling me people have no self control. They have no will. Um, they have some, but some people are easily swayed by a lot of things. So McDonald's like people be are easy to so- be persuaded. And when you're this big billion dollar company who spends ridiculous amounts of money on advertising to do exactly that, they're spending billions of dollars to sway people's mind. Okay, but th- and that's, that's exactly fine. what they're doing, that's and not- they're doing it in a malicious way but, to hook children on. and people of lower income. Oh, they're hold predatory. on! No, no, no! Now, now you're saying now you're making this case, right? That McDonald's is intentionally and maliciously marketing rather than, say, uh, just trying to sell a product to people. You're injecting cynicism into a company's pure profit motive. And look, they are they are looking for profit. If you want to make a case that McDonald's is doing a bad thing, you can look at potentially low wages that they might you know slash for their employees, uh, not giving them health benefits, you know uh, the work conditions, that sort of thing. But marketing isn't inherently evil especially when it comes to uh, what McDonald's is doing. I, look, maybe they're marketing to kids, but that's not illegal, and that's not inherently bad unless they're well, doing some— Well, it became illegal for cigarettes to do it, so— Well, of course, because cigarettes, there is no upside. There is no nutrition in cigarettes. But McDonald's does has started to do more responsible marketing, especially since Super Size Me came out. They started offering in kids' meals— uh, apple slices and nobody veggies. gets those. Nobody gets those. Well, they, 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 that's not McDonald's's fault. They're making it they fucking don't available. Those, you know? Yes, they do. Yes, they yeah. fucking they, do. McDonald's spends a yeah. lot of money uh, trying to let you know that they have salad. 
Absolutely. They spend a lot of money to let you know that salad is an option. They have those yeah. Those mixers. What are they? I mean, they got salad. Everyone knows they have it. People, they go to McDonald's and they get the fucking chicken shit. Yeah, McDonald's, look, people go to McDonald's. They have a lot of menu options. They got the hash browns and the apple pockets, whatever the fuck they're called. Mm -hmm. What are they called? Mix sausage. The mix, Mc yeah, you got, you got a McMuffin, mm-hmm. McSausage. McGriddles. Yeah, McGriddles. Big Macs. God, all this. good. <laughs> all that shit they have on the menu. Are you seriously holding McDonald's responsible for the choices their customers make? Um, not enti- not complete. They're not completely responsible. People do have their own autonomy and they do make choices. But oh. when you're spending billions of dollars to where your whole goal is to sway people to do things, there is power in persuasion and in advertising, and they know what they're doing. Mike, here's the thing: when McDonald's gets a customer to walk in through their doors, it doesn't matter what the fuck they order because they're making money. McDonald's has no interest in selling you a Big Mac over a salad. They don't give a shit. Once you've walked in through the door, it's the customer's choice. And if the customer happens to like the Big Mac, because, surprise, surprise, McDonald's, knowing what they're doing, is the number one fast food company in the world and knows how to engineer foods that taste good. And let's not be, you know, let's be honest. It is engineered food. So, it's not, it's it's highly processed. It's got a lot of sugar in it. It's got a lot of sodium in it. It's got a lot of fat in it. But those are those also happen to be the ingredients that make junk food taste so good to so many people. You're going to say that people make the choice to choose the Big Mac over the salad. Right. But I'll tell you this. I have the McDonald's app and I use it. There's never buy one, get one free salads on there. It's always buy one, get one free Big Macs. It's always the worst things. And those are you could get for almost no money. So if you are really poor and you use the McDonald's app, the the cheapest options you could get are the the burgers and the nuggets and the and and not the salads they don't have the salads on special the salads are never the cheap item the healthy food things on McDonald's menu aren't cheap the things that they're putting available to people that are trying to spend the least amount of money are the things that are the worst for you why do you and, think why do you think that is um I don't I don't know it, it well then let's let's think about this for a second yeah let's think about let's this. think about this right. why is McDonald's offering their cheapest things on the menu or no, a discount. Not their cheapest things. Some of their more expensive things. Okay. Like Big Macs are like six bucks, but you can get a coupon to get one for free. Okay. You know. Big Macs, let's take Big Macs, for example. Why is McDonald's offering coupons for Big Macs? Branding, because that's their like their mm. product. That's like a name thing. There's not like no one knows but, mixed salad. That's not like a oh. thing. But a, a Big Mac oh. is part of their branding and part of their marketing. You don't think it has anything to do with the fact that it's the most popular item on the menu? But why is it the most popular item? Because, because people like been, it. Because they've been branding it for fifty years. Mike, here's the thing about branding and marketing and selling things okay mcdonald's doesn't have a horse in the race other than what sells their their bottom line is all that matters they don't give a shit if their most popular item on the menu is salads or apples or big macs right but they're just gonna market you what people are buying and what people are buying are big macs but that's because the salads and the apples is a relatively new thing where they've been forcing big macs like that's been with not forcing but that's what they've been advertising and branding for decades so they've already established this is their most popular thing because they never Mm, used to offer so they a hist the history of mcdonald's leads to the fact that the unhealthy things are the most popular things because that's all they ever used to offer. The only reason that they offer healthy things now is because people gave them pressure about being unhealthy. It's just a reactionary thing to save face. Here's the thing. What do you think happens first, right? Do you think that McDonald's pushes a product first or do you think that the product comes first? They watch and see how it sells and then they market it. No, I'll they push new, as soon as a new product comes out, they explode the market with advertisement. As soon as a new product comes out, okay, or before that, it's even out. Okay, that's that's a new product today. But I'm talking about back in the 50s and 60s when McDonald's was first getting its foothold. They don't have billions of dollars for marketing. They have very limited budgets, and that budget can only be spent on products that are already selling and doing well. So when a new product comes out and you're a new company trying to figure out, you know, get your foothold in the market. You're going to wait and see what sells before you push it. You're not going to market your your most unpopular products. McDonald's Fish Filet, for example, has been on the menu for years, and it's finally started to get some, you know, it's, it's fan base. But they're not marketing it as heavily as the Big Mac because that's the product that started to sell, so they're pushing it more. This is where I just think you're so wrong, is that people don't, 
market something after it's become popular. Like, they no, they decide what's going to be popular. The same thing with like popular music. You think they just were like, oh, t- like they they manufacture pop stars. You manufacture popularity for a food item. Like you just des- they decide that this is going to be popular. So that's what they start marketing. Like before it's even come out. A lot of like, those pop stars came from the internet. They came. They got popular locally in the old days or on the internet today, and then the labels pick them up and develop them. What do you think, Mikey? You are a fan of McDonald's. What mm-hmm. do you like about it? I'm big on the nuggets, man. You're a big I nut- love the like. You were explaining yeah. everything, Mike, and I and I just couldn't stop thinking about how crispy and tender and <laughs> sweet it is when I put it in that spicy buffalo sauce. That's right. And the taste got better the more you were talking about <laughs> it in my head. Yeah, Mikey. So Mikey's a big fan. He's a he's a McNugget boy. Mikey's <laughs> and a big- the uh, which they discontinued the uh, orange high C drink, and I'm, I've been telling people that, and nobody seems to even know about the drink in general. So I think I'm the only person that did that. But as a kid. It's a nostalgic thing for me. Like I, thinking yeah. about that orange high C drink that they discontinued. It's a big deal to me. What is it? Like a soda? Was that what it was? I don't even soda. know what it's, it is. It's orange soda. It's no, orange it's soda. not an orange soda. There's it's no high, it's fizz. It's orange high C. It's orange high C. Yeah, orange but there's C. no fizz. Yeah, there's no fizz. And they only <laughs> offered this. In, so you're telling me that that uh, very we should deprive everyone of these like exclusive offers McDonald's make these these exclusive. Well, they don't anymore. They don't even have that. Well, they don't have that, but they make other exclusive things. And then let's talk about the McRib. You know, everyone. Ugh. You're not a fan? This is your Rock argument up. for McDonald's? Yeah, for McDonald's. McDonald's. I was with you till now. Yeah, I know. Fucking McRib. But here's the thing. What a fucking, what a blasphemous. What What don't you like about the McRib? It tastes like shit. Okay, well, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's move on. Yeah. So anyway. Let's talk about the McRib. Let's talk about the McRib. Give me yeah. one second here. Okay, look. The McRib, they made this video a while back where the guy from Mythbusters was like, hey, I'm going to show you guys what goes into the McRib. And he just showed it's just like normal cuts of meat, and yeah, they grind it up and process it into patties. What uh, what what do you got, Gams? They showed the whole process. They showed that these big cuts of pork that they put into the big vat, it's just shitty quality food. Said by you. Said by me when? Uh, approximately two to three years ago. Two to three years ago. So you've changed your mind. So you were wrong. Is that what you're going to say now? Is well, that- no, no, hold on. Compared to, compared to unprocessed food, yeah, it's shitty quality. But in terms of just fast food. It's no worse than any other fast food, except for except for say KFC. I think that KFC is the cleanest fast food you can probably buy. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, the McRib. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. It's not the healthiest fucking food, guys. No one is going to McDonald's to get healthy food. That's not what it's there for. It's there for quick convenience and mass appeal. It's the greatest common denominator of food that's out there. So you wanted to pimp me into an argument. To uh, defend McDonald's, and I just did, buddy. Well, it also has had an adverse effect on the overall uh, health of our society. Like, um, like medical costs have gone through the roof since uh, McDonald's started. Um, uh, that's McDonald's so, fault. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, medical care costs in the U.S. have not always been this excessive. This year, we'll spend $2.5 trillion on medical care. But in 1950, five years before Ray Kroc opened the first franchise McDonald's restaurants, Americans only spent $8.4 billion, which is $70 billion in today's dollars. Even after adjusting for inflation, we now spend as much on health care every 10 days as we did in the entire year 1950. Do you think huh. maybe other changes have happened since then? No, like, no, no, Rocco. Okay, go it's ahead. just McDonald's. It's just McDonald's? That's the only thing that's, that's the changed only variable? since 1950. People that, haven't... They're the, the forefront it's of... Not, it's uh, not smoking. It's not, uh, you know, People potential, smoke less now than they did it's then. It's not potential carcinogens that have been introduced. It's not people generally being less, having any personal responsibility or any long-term planning in their life. It's less not exercise. that every, everyone's exercising less and gotten... Different lifestyles. Short-sighted fucking self-indulgent pieces of shit that have become the American public. Longer commutes, air flight, uh, uh, more processed foods, different plastics that have been used. It's not the internet getting everyone to sit in their basement their whole fucking life stuffing McDonald's down their face when they should be out there running and fucking learning what a boob looks like yeah <laughs> according <laughs> to john active, yeah. uh, according to john robbins from the huffington post yeah <laughs> it is mcdonald's fault that more than 63 percent of americans are overweight or obese making us the fattest nation in the history of the world yeah. wow oh sorry sorry for me to question john robbins from the huffington <laughs> post yeah God, what an authority oh no fucking yeah. john robbins i'm sure he that's a real thorough study where mm. he went through from the 1950s and looked at every variable that contributes to health of of a of an entire population. We're not even talking about one person. We're talking about the entire United States as an aggregate and saying, aha, 
McDonald's. It's not the fact that we have more processed foods in general. You walk into a grocery store and we have products today that didn't exist, that couldn't even have been conceived 20 years ago. You're telling me that McDonald's is the only variable. Look, McDonald's probably I'm saying that McDonald's is the worst of the offenders. Like you brought up KFC earlier. Yeah. So, uh, for example, this is from uh, the nutritionalsource.com. If you someone did an experiment for four years where they kept McDonald's fries in a jar and Kentucky Fried Chicken fries Ooh. in a jar, and the KFC fries yeah. completely rotted and huh. completely fell apart. Ooh. But the McDonald's ones were just, they, they're they they're not real food. They just stayed preserved. Huh. They're preserved. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. Well, you know what, Mike Gams? I'm glad you brought this up because this is something that a lot of people like to traipse about as a hit against McDonald's. They There's that famous experiment where someone I, I guess it's a it's a, an urban legend or, or, or a meme or th- at this point but someone like supposedly put a big mac in their pocket in a jacket and then hung the jacket up and forgot about it for 10 years pulled it out and the, and the big mac looked exactly the same or the mm-hmm. burger looked exactly the same so people try to do this experiment they go to mcdonald's they buy a burger and fries and they put it out in the open on their counter for me- weeks and months and it doesn't rot and then they make a burger themselves in their kitchen and it rots within two three days right they say aha there you go there's so many preservatives in McDonald's food that the food doesn't even decompose, therefore we shouldn't eat it. However, there's a big fucking flaw with that whole experiment, and that's that it's not because of the preservatives that the food isn't rotting or decomposing. It's because the food doesn't have very much moisture in it. That's all it is. McDonald's food, like a, a, a burger from McDonald's and the fries from McDonald's, just don't have that much moisture, as opposed to something that you make fresh in your kitchen, where uh, there's lots of moisture. It's Which fresh is why ingredients. you shouldn't eat McDonald's because it's Wrong. dry, shitty food. Well, you uh, just said uh, right there. Uh, hold, has on, no hold on, hold on, hold on. That's you're changing. You're moving the goalpost. The argument is that McDonald's food doesn't rot. That's absolutely false. First of all, it depends on the amount of moisture. It depends on what climate you buy it in. but and, and it depends on the food item that you buy as well. Moisture in a food is what causes it to rot a lot of times. If it's completely dry, nothing's going to happen to it. You can leave beef jerky on a counter and nothing's going to happen to it. It's salty. It's salty and dry. You put a steak on the counter, it's going to fucking rot. <laughs> It's not It's not rocket science. It's just obvious. One has moisture, one doesn't. One has salt in it that preserves it, one doesn't. McDonald's food has a lot of sodium in it. And not a lot of moisture. That's all it is. Bingo. Point Maddox. Look, Mike, uh, we're going to have this debate settled on the website. But you know what else doesn't rot? My new book. Fuck whales. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, it's coming out October 17th. A lot of people are checking it out. A lot of people are going to Amazon pre-ordering it. I really appreciate that. It really helps us out. Coming soon, guys, I'm going to be doing a book reading in D.C. I'm also going to be doing some signings. Uh, I'm going to mention all the information about the book tour and... For the first time ever of any of my books, this one's coming to audiobook. Uh, it's the first time I've ever done that, and I had no idea what the process was. I went to a studio the other day to record my first session. We're doing this in, I think, two or three sessions. It's, it's long, long days. I mean, imagine you have to read an entire book. It takes about six hours. Can't even imagine you reading an entire book. Okay. Can't imagine you reading it. I've so re- read and written books. You've Rucka. written books. So... Reading the book, one one of the things I always wondered was when books have illustrations and footnotes and things like that, how do you handle it? Turns out there are no rules. So when I was in studio, a lot of times we would have an illustration or something in the book, and I didn't know how to tell people about it. So literally, I was just making stuff up on, on the fly. So when you listen to the audiobook version of my book, there are a few things that are different than the actual written book. So sometimes I'll write, rewrite a passage on the fly to make sense with with or without the illustration. It's a pretty interesting process. I'm recording, I think we're recording a total of 18 hours. It's an 18-hour session in studio. But I have to talk for eight hours at a time. It's, it's a pretty grueling process, but... Uh, and then they go through and they edit it down and they clean it up and make sure and and they add chapter music sometimes they add intro music that sort of thing. I'm gonna really push for some uh, some cool metal or uh, some, maybe something classical. Something fart sounds. Classy, yeah. yeah, fart sounds for sure. There you go. <laughs> anyway, guys, check it out. I have a link on the website. It's fuck whales. It's it's available everywhere. It's gonna be in every bookstore. It's on Amazon. It's my best written work. I really think the fans are really gonna like this one. And if you don't, go fuck yourself. Well, I'm looking um, forward to it. If this is your best written work, you know I pre-ordered both of your last two books before hey, thanks, they came man. out so yeah you know my gams a true i still supporter. have a uh, autographed copy of the alphabet of manliness uh that i'd had from when you uh when i pre-ordered it and when you signed it it was like five years later and you wrote uh this is very jizzy cool <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't even remember why. Was your book kind of yeah, like... Yeah, it just, was beat to fuck. Yeah. yeah. It was just stuck yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, together. Should have, well, not should, pages stuck together. It was just beat to fuck. You should have uh, ra- uh, put it in a McDonald's bag covered in Big Macs. It and then it would have stayed pristine. Fresh. Yeah, that's right. It wouldn't <laughs> rot at all. Mm-hmm. Rucka, do you have a wrap-up for us? Yeah, I guess. Um... I'd like to meet someone that eats an absurd amount of McDonald's and can currently pass a drug test. Yeah. Uh, I could do I, both I, of You're those literally, things. this is actually the Rucka wrap-up, so oh, this yeah, is the part right. where nobody is capable of speaking. Capable. Um, I'd like to meet somebody that eats an absurd amount of McDonald's and their parents. Raise them. Uh, you can't even hit the buzzer, by the way. I, I see what you're up to there. So save it till the wrap-up is over and then <laughs> trigger away, by all means. Um, I'd like to meet someone that grew up with parents that set by example. Show them, hey, it's Saturday, Saturday at 1 p.m. Let's get some McDonald's. Let's get a Happy Meal. And that's once every three weeks. Other than that, we're eating healthy. We're out. We're exercising. We're running around. We'll let the little shits run around in the little fucking jungle gym over there at the back of McDonald's to work off some of those calories. And uh, and that, that one of those kids grew up to be just fucking hooked on McDonald's marketing and can't fucking control themselves. <laughs> I can hear you laughing. I, yeah, shut up! <laughs> and um, most of all, uh, I would like to say I used to eat a lot of fast food, um, and it, I also, you know, had a lot of a lot of uh, things about myself I probably uh, could have stood to work on. And here I am today. I don't really eat uh, a lot of shit. You know, I stay in shape. I'm just generally a very positive person, as you can probably tell. And uh, <laughs> it all kind of goes together. Personal responsibility, planning things long term, thinking beyond the range of the moment. Uh, you got to really um, learn how to moderate and just be generally rational in your life. And that's all I have to say. It's a rucker wrap up. Yeah. There it is. All right. What do we got? Trigger. All right. Why? <laughs> why He's just triggered. triggered. I'm just triggered. All right. He's uh, got triggered. Yeah. Yeah. All I right. Just, I'm just always triggered. You know, as uh, I was once told on Twitter that I am the most fragile dude in L.A. Sad. You're not the most fragile, but I think you got triggered a few times during the uh, pot debate. Did you or did you not? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Well, that's okay, because now it's time for some quick news headlines. It has nothing to do with what you just said. Uh, <laughs> this is from the BBC. Woman was trapped in a window trying to retrieve her poo after a Tinder date. Did you guys hear about this? Tinder date. Yeah, she went on a Tinder date. This is a, this is one of the Definitely best. Definitely not a Bumble date. No, no. Bumble dates. Was are she much trapped because quality. she ate so much so much McDonald's yeah. that you know it led to her obesity? No, she was not obese, but she was trapped. Listen to this. A woman who threw her poo out of her date's toilet window because it would not flush <laughs> had been rescued after she got stuck trying to retrieve it. <sighs> the amateur gymnast was on a first date with Bristol student Liam Smith when she panicked and threw her feces out the window. It did not land in the garden but became wedged between two non-opening windows. <sighs> after climbing in headfirst after it, she became wedged. Talk about a logjam, am I right? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, first off... Okay, this is like the beginning of something about Mary, where the guy like <laughs> yeah. he ends up yeah. like closing the zipper on his nuts. Like yeah. this is like the worst possible thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so so she took a shit in the toilet. Right. It wouldn't flush. Yeah, it was too big. So she <laughs> took it out of the toilet. <laughs> yeah, she grabbed it, <laughs> threw it out the window. Yeah. And then it got stuck in the window. It fell between two windows oh of, of my another. God. Of an, now yeah. being the be, having the conscience that she does, because many people would just say, ah, not my problem anymore. Yeah. No one will How ever know it's me. Out? She tried to cl- climb in after it. No, how'd she scoop it out the toilet? Yeah. That's a good question. She grabbed it with her hand. Uh, presumably. It, oh. was so, it was so thick. Yeah. She must have had a hard <laughs> one. It was like, yeah. did she blow the blow dryer on it to make it hard? If she'd been eating McDonald's, she wouldn't have been able to scoop that shit out of the toilet. That's true. No problem flushing diarrhea. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's one, Gams zero. That's right. Gam yeah. zero. Um, uh, all, right, all right. Hold on. So she threw it out the window. Yeah. It stuck to the neighbor's windows. It fell between two windows. Okay. And there's a picture, it, too. It's stuck somewhere. Yeah. And then she says... I could just walk away from this, and yeah. no one will ever really know, but yeah. instead she climbed out yeah. the window? Yeah, she climbed out the window and in between these two windows and got jammed. She got wedged in there. So she gets, now she's stuck between two windows. Yes. I normally, these crazy absurd stories, I normally just kind of tune out, like, oh, who cares, some crazy shit happened. This, to me, is, like, incredible. Yeah. She fucking, she's, so then she's found, it's like you woke up in your worst nightmare, <laughs> you're fucking stuck on the side of a building yeah. or something, and you've got your own shit there, yeah. stuck there, <laughs> and you're on a first date, 
Yeah. <laughs> First and last day. Did she pull her pants up before all this happened? Yeah, yeah. She's a gymnast. I mean, she knows how oh, to she's wipe. She's hot. She's a gymnast. Is she hot? I don't. All, all you can see in the picture is her hand pressed up against the window and her face like kind of blurred because it's a frosted glass. Oh, you can tell. Do you have the picture right there? No, no, I don't. <laughs> I'll she, post it on the website. Is it a overweight hand? No, it, the hand looks really hot. Pretty hand. Looks like a hand. Hot hand. I'd love a hot. What? What? From the blurry face, what does she look like? She looks like she has blonde hair. Mm. Long blonde hair yeah. and a hot hand. Dude, she's okay. obviously a fucking beautiful person. She's Anyone a She's a gymnast. Yeah. She would climb out the window to mm-hmm. go rescue to go out of consideration for the neighbor's window that yeah. got shit stuck on it. Yeah. Probably and because she's a gymnast, probably has a nice ass. And pretty good poop coming out of a nice ass. <laughs> the article goes on. The article goes on. It says Mr. Smith had to call the fire service for help. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Smith, who was raising funds to fix his broken window, wrote that he was on a Tinder date with a woman, and they went back to his shared house he lives in. He said the woman went to the toilet, and when she came back, she had a panicked look in her eye, and told him what she had done. <laughs> it's just, oh. He said the toilet window opened to a narrow gap, separated by another double glazed window. It was uh, it was into this twilight zone that my date had thrown her poo. He said. He went to find a hammer to smash the window, but she decided to climb in headfirst after the offending package, and she became jammed. Wait. Wow. Climb in headfirst? She climbed in headfirst. Yeah, this picture of her is she's upside down between two window panes, and she's stuck. And then there's her turd right below her. (laughs) Where was the turd suspended from? Like a clothing line? No, no. So, so it, there was there was two. There was like a little gap and mm-hmm. two windows. Yeah. And then she threw her turd, and it fell between these two windows. So she climbed in headfirst to grab it. Right. She's trying to reach down to oh. grab the turd. <laughs> she can't oh, reach geez. it, and she gets stuck. And he was going to get a hammer to just break the window. And she's like, "Okay, it's no big deal. We'll just break the window, and we'll grab your turd." Uh, instead, while he was gone looking for a hammer, she decided to do the responsible thing and go in after it. And by the way, guys, since then, they've gone on at least one other date. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I'm still confused what happened here, but maybe like uh, Olo can animate this and, 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 yeah. and show us what it looks like. I'm so fucking confused by this, but um, I, I'll look forward to the movie in, in, in either case. because this <laughs> Starring is gonna, Ben Stiller. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely going to be a, a fucking... A blockbuster. It's pretty hilarious. Uh, I'll post the picture on the video. If you guys are watching on YouTube, check out the YouTube channel, Madcast Media. Search for Madcast Media on YouTube. You can subscribe now. I'm posting these videos on YouTube as well. You would go on a second date with her, wouldn't you? Yeah, man. She's a gymnast. (laughs) She's a gym. She's a responsible gymnast. Yeah. Okay. She's a girl who goes out. She, she, look, shit happens. Mm -hmm. Sometimes sometimes it gets stuck between two windows. And she could have just ignored it. She could have not told him anything. Yeah. I like a girl who cares about me so much that she wants to reach into a toilet, grab her dirty turd, and take it and throw it out the window so I don't have to deal with it. I I don't have to go in and clean up her Mm -hmm. growler. You know what I like? Yeah. Like, just the difference between men and women. Like, women, like, there's an art to having sex with them. Like, volumes, libraries have been written on the subtlety of how to... Get a woman to have sex with you without scaring her away. And in this case, you know the guy, after all that, was more than happy to have sex with her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like men were just like, okay, so what does this mean as far as us getting laid tonight? Yeah. yeah. Is is the turd in my bed? No. <laughs> yeah. Then I don't care. Or do I? <laughs> I don't care what you do with your turds yeah. as long as I don't have to deal with it and it's not in my bed. Or even if it is in my bed. <laughs> well, if it's in my bed, I mean, I'm going to, you know... After I'm done, I'm gonna ask her to leave. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, she can't stay there forever. It's a bed with a turd in it. All right, here's another story. This one's from Pix11.com. Five nurses were suspended after opening a body bag to view a man's genitals. Can you hear about this one? Yeah, these uh, these nurses heard this guy, I guess, had a big dong, and they wanted to check it out. This corpse. (laughs) Listen to this. Here's a here's a clip from the uh, news story. Denver Health telling Fox 31 five nurses have been suspended after opening a body bag to look at a deceased patient's genitals. The incident was reported after a nurse overheard one of the suspended nurses making a comment about it. The employees were off the job for three weeks. They have since returned. However, no nurse, one nurse, I should say, no longer works at the facility, but was not terminated because of this incident. Yeah. This just makes no sense. Talk about a stiff, huh? (laughs) It just makes no sense to me because, like, why would you have to go to like that effort to see a man's dick? All you need to do is be like a woman on the internet, and you could see more dicks no, than you ever no, would want no, to. No, no, no. This one was large. This one was large. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is an ex- exceptionally large penis. That look, you get stiffs all the time. All right, you get stiffs coming into 
the when they die, they come into the hospital, right? You can check them out. They see them all the time. This sounded like an exceptionally large penis, and they were like, "Hey, you got to check out this this dong." Got to see that dead daddy dick. <laughs> they they said that they were suspended for three weeks after opening a bag to inappropriately view a deceased patient's genitals. A hospital spokesperson said, "How do you appropriately view a dead person's genitals?" <laughs> inappropriately I mean, you yeah. see them like you know as part of the job like you didn't like open them to check them yeah they they, they said that disciplined nurses admired the size of the deceased patient's genitals according to kmgh multiple staff members viewed the victim while he was incapacitated including after he was deceased oh wait so maybe they brought him in and he was not yet dead and they and then he died and they were checking out his dong that's, that's a crazy. that's what that's like a major detail like, yeah. was he dead when they were looking at his dick? Well, he died either way. Who gives a shit? Well, because, you know, you got to have your dignity when you're not dead yet. When you're not dead yet. But if you're incapacitated, and they're mm-hmm. like, look, this guy's not going to make it. His head's gone. Uh, you know, whatever whatever <laughs> it was that was happening, maybe his heart was still beating, mm-hmm. but he was gone. You know, he was brain dead. Well, who's in the morgue, right? Well, yeah, at this point. If you're in the morgue, you're dead. Yeah, and they're like, hey, you got to come check out this guy's dong. It's ridiculous. And they all lift up the little curtain. If that was me, and, <laughs> and you know, someday maybe He's thrilled. Yeah, if you that want was me, I would look at your dead dong. Yeah, if that was me, the people look at my dong and admiring it. You know, maybe taking photos, selfies with it. Did go ahead. Did this article give the name of the dead guy? No, it didn't. Uh, yeah, I bet he would love to be remembered for that. Right. Yeah. Put that fucking on the tombstone. Yeah. And everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five five nurses came to check out this guy's penis after he died. What a fucking awesome boner, dude. Are you kidding me? And these nurses got punished for that. They were no longer on staff, am I right? Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah. Anyway, it guys. It was like so bad I didn't even catch it at first. You got to be you got to be quick to get these dong jokes, dude. They're flying half a uh, <laughs> they're flying a mile a minute on this show. Right towards your face. Yeah, right towards your face. Hey, see, there's another one. Um anyway, Guys, we should wrap up this episode. Mike, you've got a bunch of tours coming up. Uh we'll link to you on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Facebook. You prefer Facebook? That's yeah, where you're posting I don't really all your tweet very much. My Twitter just feeds my Facebook and Instagram posts. So okay, we'll link Facebook. to it. Yeah, there's two Mike Gams on Facebook, and they're both me. Okay, one's a, one's a like page, and one's me. It's like a human being. And, so either know, way, either, you'll find you'll find some way me. to get in touch with you and meet you on tour. Guys, check out Mike when he's on tour. The rest all of all over the country for months, right? Yeah, for a few we'll months. be back till at least 2018, and hopefully, you know, further into next year. 2018. So. Okay, so there's a there's a chance you might meet Mike. And by the way, if you meet any fans, if you get, if any best debate listeners meet Mike, take a picture with him and send it to us. We'll post it on the website. But anyway, cool. Mike, thank you again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you to me. Mikey Bolts. Hey, thank you, Sergeant of Swag. Thank you to Rucka Rucka Ali. Yeah. But most of all, you're welcome. Maddox, what would you do if your baby was really hungry and there was only one woman around and she could breastfeed your baby and she knew she was clean, but she would moan loudly the entire time, just like she was in ecstasy. Would you still just be like, well, I guess the baby's got to eat, or would you be like... I'll mash up some fucking cat food. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. If the chick was, like, moaning really loudly with my baby, that's inappropriate, I think. He thought that was so hilarious. You could hear him, like, trying not to burst <laughs> laughing the whole time. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Would you mash up some cat food or would you let, some, let your kid <laughs> breastfeed from a moaning lady? Why not both? Yeah. No, because Wash down the weird. cat food with some breast Because it's a fucking baby and it, eat, it eats once. Look, you already lost that debate. No, like, I didn't. Just give up. You lost. Here's, a, here's another caller. Listen to this one. Hey. I just want to make a... Yeah, fucking <laughs> every call. Try this again. Ah. <laughs> uh. Bravo. Love these fuck-ups. Hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>